0: Hey, this is The Handicapped Hero, Gregory Iron, and you're listening to the podcast where everybody knows your name. I'm not a good singer, but I tried. Wrestling, cheers.
1: Way in the world today, takes you got. Taking a break from all your worries. on you want go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. Even if you sit in the gauge section. That's right, this is Wrestling Cheers brought to you by the brand new Trending Topics Network.com and NEO Sports Insiders. Please do. Do us a favor here at Wrestling Cheers. Rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends this podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean. .podbean WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com you want to get a hold of us, you can... Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email, if you so choose to desire, wrestling at gmail.com. And, of course, you can help support the show by going to whatamaneuver.net and uh, picking yourself up a shirt. New designs will be available very, very soon. And this is a show where we like to talk about things going on in the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews. This is a a review episode, as we will review last weekend's AIW Gauntlet for the Gold 13. And uh, before we go any further, I do want to mention a little little programming note of what's coming on in the future, and you have plenty of time for this, but just please don't wait around. Uh, it was brought to... Uh, an idea was given to me before we recorded the last episode. Uh, Dustin Alberti was on, and we were just kind of like having like a normal warm-up, just having a conversation, and he came up with the idea uh, that he had been thinking about about doing... A special memorial episode or a, a, a special episode or even two dedicated to Chandler Biggins. Ha- and we're going to have it release right around the one year mark. And my plan is that the next two AIW shows, and I count the Jaylit Weekend as one show. So, I mean, granted, that's three shows, but it's one big event. But anyway, you get the picture over the Gangster Party and Jaylit Weekend. I'm going to be getting snippets and sound bites from wrestlers on their thoughts on their stories or anything they have to say about Chandler Biggins. And I want to invite every listener to this podcast to do the same thing. Now, if you get a hold of me at the show and say, hey, I want to record something really quick, I'd, I'd be glad to do so. But maybe you're shy. Maybe you don't have time. Maybe you don't want to be put on the spot in front of a microphone, but you still want want to participate. I mean, this is the only way I would do it. I don't. I wouldn't do a thing where you send something to me and I read it because I'm horrible at reading. So we live in a very technological age. Where every phone has some sort of sound recorder You have a microphone, you're able to record it And you're able to send whatever you record to other people Well, you heard earlier in the show We have our email WrestlingCheers at gmail.com And if you would like to be a part of this episode or these episodes and you're not going to be around us or you're not going to have time or whatever it is, feel free to send your MP3s or whatever format your phone is going to send it in because I actually have a file converter. If you send it to me in M4A, which is the regular iphone apple format for those type of voice memo files i can convert it and there's no issue and it's going to sound perfect sounds going to sound fine so if you want to be part of that episode please send your your audio files to wrestling cheers at gmail.com put in the subject line chandler biggins memorial episode technically i mean you didn't have to do that there's Trust me when I say this. There's not a lot of emails that come through at gmail.com, so uh, I will get those in no matter what, what you put in the title. But welcome everybody, and you, you have plenty of time. You don't have to do it right right now. You don't even have to do it next week. Uh, the uh, he passed at the I believe at the end of June, so I think it's like June 20th or so. So it's going to be right around that time. I, my my deadline that I'm asking people is jail it. Lit weekend, uh, you know. Let's say Memorial Day, just to be sure, because it's right after. Have it to me by Memorial Day, you'll be fine. If everything's after, hit us up on Twitter, and we'll let you know uh, if you still have time and or anything. If everything's been produced, but just want to throw that out to everybody. Everybody's invited to be a part of that particular episode. <sighs> now, with all of that said and done, let's move on to the lovely AIW show that we seen last weekend, and I am not the only one here. Nope. Uh, Another two uh, two co-host week. It's myself. My name. I didn't even say my name earlier. I am heavy set, which you can read in the, the podcast notes that are description that comes with the podcast. But we also have Caden Ranky. Hello now that you're here the power is not out yeah uh for those who don't know uh or i guess you would know because no one knows we we tried recording on our normal day and literally i walked out of the room because i was like hey i gotta do something really quick i'll be right back i was probably gone like two minutes yeah maybe two minutes i come back the skype call had ended Caden was gone and he sends me a message so Power just went out. Like, literally, right as The we weather were, was not bad. Yeah. Right as we were about to start, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, no power. I'm like, great. Just great. There was no
0: rain, no wind, no nothing. It was fine outside.
1: So, we're here now. Record, we're recording this episode, and it's actually recording... Uh, right now, it's about two hours before the show is supposed to go live, so fingers crossed but let's let's get into the the fun aspect of this show I'm probably gonna be probably gonna be a shorter episode just because i want to go to bed um we had jaylet not jaylet what i say jaylet gauntlet for the gold have i been saying jaylet the whole time hope i didn't too many ever anyway
0: it's another aiw show the one that has the battle royal on it
1: <laughs> aiw gauntlet for the gold 13 uh first and foremost we had we had special guests double j jeff jarrett i forget did you get a picture an autograph
0: per usual because i'm a mark and like to spend money
1: <laughs> screw people who spend five hundred dollars on belts but no matter what you're going to meet every single wrestler that's there
0: yes i like meeting
1: people i will not <laughs> spend five hundred dollars on a belt i still want one i really do He's good for you <laughs> my which this was a, a conversation that happened on twitter and uh it was actually it was actual a response from an older episode. And my whole thing is I actually I want one for my eventual wedding, for my reception. I want to come into the reception hall, With some sort of wrestling music, I don't know exactly what right now, I am leaning more towards Bullet Club, but times change. Different themes come out, and I'll change my mind, but I want to come out to a wrestling theme and have that belt on. And then I want to have my wife to have a women's championship. And on a side note, I know I can get Howard Finkel to... uh, announce us in but i don't want to know the price tag on that a lot (laughs) i can bet a lot would it be worth it oh fuck yeah especially if he starts with and do that just be so awesome thing is can you afford it could i take out a loan for it
0: there's you have a point
1: uh anyway yeah i also did the jeff Jarrett thing i was more towards i literally like the last person before the show started fun thing that I, uh, interaction that I had with him at at this point was cause I'll, I'll be honest, I was never a Jeff Jarrett fan growing up. It, he was always that just heel that I believe I was supposed to hate. No matter what he did for many years, I hated him. And it wasn't even until I was probably an adult where I actually somewhat started to like him, and normally it was actually because uh, the TNA theme I thought was awesome for him, but he was just always this, basically this piece of shit. And I, and I even, it was him and Owen that I always said were two of the best heels because I hated them and that like I that's how what I was supposed to be the only time I really rooted for Jeff Jarrett was after Owen's death and he was going for the Intercontinental Championship and it was kind of that, that symbolic thing because ironically it, it, it was Blue Blazer who was supposed to go up against the Godfather who would be at the next AIW show and it was like I don't know how long later I thought it was the next night but it might have been the next they changed at the next pay-per-view and it was Jeff Jarrett versus the Godfather and it was kind of like I really like the Godfather but kind of want Jeff Jarrett to win Win for Owen. and he did, and whatever he did after that, there's something that made me hate him again. And we went back down the normal road. So when I got to talk to him, I was like, I just want to thank you for being that bad guy that I could hate my whole life. Like, when I was a kid, like, I hated you and Owen so much. And he, he he thanked me, but then he also gave me this, like, get the hell out of here, kid. Like, just kind of, like, a- amping up that, what I knew growing up. And that's what I, I really, really appreciated. It, it made me. it just kind of, like, cool. Yeah. And then there was also the moment later on in the night when Jeff Jarrett ends up interrupting Dr. Dan.
0: Rest in peace.
1: <laughs> Which you can get a little bit of the clip on our Twitter It's not a direct tweet. It's actually a reply to somebody. So if you go through our our media, you can you can find this like last minute or so of the video and, you know, Jarrett. Ends up hitting Dr. Dan with a guitar. Surprisingly, not the Duke. The Duke doesn't get attacked this time. It's... Dang it. it. It's Dr. Dan. But a total missed opportunity, too, that Dr. Dan did not point out to Jeff Jarrett that With My Baby Tonight is not a Jeff Jarrett song. It is a Road Dogg song, and we all should know that now. Especially because we all know what the Road Dogg sounds like. Back in... I know it. Shut up. <laughs> Back in back in 1995, when we've all heard the song or when, before King was alive, no one knew what the Road Dogg sounded like because he was just the roadie. He was a guy who never really talked. So it was somewhat believable. Okay, that's Jeff Jarrett singing. But now that we've heard the Road dog talk for years, you listen to the song and you go, yeah, that's clearly Road dog. But Dr. Dan did not mention that. Maybe he never heard the song. Uh, really? He's never heard with my baby tonight? Never know. I'm pretty sure.
0: He's taking care of his kid. <laughs>
1: All of them. Oh, yeah, I don't know how many. We're just going to stick with the one. I don't want to be that mean. <laughs> um. Anyway, but after that that whole thing happened with My Baby Tonight started playing, and he went around, like, just start putting the microphone in people's face and have them sing a bit. And the first person he went to, like, couldn't get to the barricade quick enough or just kind of, like, chickened out. And then he, like, I'm already singing it, and he just comes over to me, puts the microphone on my face, and I'm like, okay, let's do it. Fine. All right, cool. Yeah. I'll just continue doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I actually just just posted that on... um. Uh, Facebook and Instagram photo credit to Wayne Palmer, even though I didn't technically credit him. But, uh, so it was, that was kind of a a fun moment. But I got to do that. Anyway, let's let's get on to the show. Uh, something that I want to mention before we get in th- into that actual match. It's said uh, it's gonna be the second match on the card. In between recording the preview and producing the preview, AW released a promo. And it featured that we are now gonna have, in so many words, basically, Jock Sampson and Mance Warner together as a team. Something that I really wanted to see, and I even tweeted about it before that became an actual thing so now they're officially together and it it's more jocks really doing it for the money and they are known as duke money what do you what do you think about that caden
0: you know my thoughts on the duke duke money baby duke money baby i like Mance and i like jock though. So. so i guess this team's pretty good
1: and uh, well we'll we'll get to that match uh, i want to start off with the actual match we started off with mjf versus dick justice and uh mjf did defeat the one and only dick justice uh pulling up i don't know how he he uh win (laughs) he won via a low blow that mjf did see the tweet and he said was fake news yeah clean win sorry i don't know what i was watching i don't care what people say i love me some mjf and he's he's kind of a comedy wrestler when he wants to be like he's good at it But he's a good wrestler, too. Yeah. But I look at him and I I first seen the gimmick. I didn't think like, oh, this guy's going to be a comedy wrestler. But let's face it. His past two matches in AIW have been against Cole Caban and Dick Justice. And they were great. Something tells me we're going to see MJF versus like Space Monkey soon. And it'll also be great. Because I do think that Space Monkey will be booked at the next show. I don't know for sure there's signs that point to it as in he's going to be in remix the next day. And also I know a particular Canadian that's going to be, Back at AIW in April. So Space Monkey could fit in there. I would lo- I'd love... It's been a while since we've seen Space Monkey because he got injured. I miss me some Space Monkey. He'll be back, probably, at that show. <laughs> um. Anyway, but MJF, Dick Justice, Low Blow, fuck what people say. I love me some MJF. I, was thoroughly- I thoroughly wasn't entertained. How about you, Caden?
0: Very fun match. I like the more fun side of MJF over the serious side. Good at both, but I will take the side we're seeing in AIW.
1: Next up, we had a a last-minute four-way tag match that was also something in between when the show was recorded and produced last week that was not mentioned, and it was the newly formed team of Duke Money versus the Philly Marino Experience versus the Young Studs versus two members of the production, Donovan Danhausen, or just danhausen and eddie only and it was the production that won after consecutive spike and the ring, ring Hook, hook deal- yeah because shot. it's danhausen who has the spike and it is eddie only who has the ring the, the what what was that called hook ring it's hook a, you called it a ring. ring hook
0: but it's hard to describe the finish
1: it, it seems to be also, because I was, I was looking at stuff on Twitter, that uh, Jock, I think, or maybe it was Mance, was bitching about these theater geeks. I'm really interested to seeing a Duke Money and production feud.
0: Maybe a match at the rap show with weapons. You're,
1: you're really excited about this.
0: Yes, I like weapons. Do you buy any uh, tonight? No, but there's a lot of things in planning that probably aren't going to get used, and this might be a good thing. Oh, good lord. I will say this again. This has to do with the absolute title, but Eric Ryan versus Nick Gage. Do it. Oh, my God. Let's just have actual death. (laughs)
1: Let's have actual
0: death. Eric Ryan's trying.
1: All right. So was the, like I uh, said, the production one on that one. I like where we're going with, with all these teams. The tag division is very strong in AIW. You have the many forms of the production, on, on not in any of these matchups. You also have uh, different forms of no consequences. Duke Money is great. I love Jock and Mance together. PME is PME. They're always going to be fun, entertaining. And uh, Young said the same way.
0: Being honest, when I saw Dan Hausen and Eddie were teaming together, I was not sure about that one. They did very well as a team i wouldn't mind seeing them be a tag team every month and have the other members be like the six man part of the stable yeah that makes sense
1: it could well i don't know you, i feel like you gotta for some of those bigger matches it's cool to mix in who's gonna be but there's definitely a lot of tag team combinations and within the the production there really is which that's not a bad thing it's great and uh, one thing i, I do want to throw out normally with these shows I heavily promote that, you know, we do Instagram stories. Yeah, there really wasn't many for this show, and it was my fault. during. I didn't take any, uh, you know, stories from the first match. And then I got to this match, obviously, you know, the production, Duke Money, PME. And Young Says, don't be, there's just so much there that, that's going to be great. And there there was. The only problem is I put it on my personal Instagram, and I realized that during the next match. So I was like, oh, shit, well, I'll I'll delete these and I'll repost them. I forgot that it's I have the settings on the Wrestling Cheers Instagram that when I post something to the stories, it automatically saves. I do not have the same settings for my personal one. So after I deleted them all, I went back to repost them, and they were obviously nothing there. So we were two matches into the show. I kind of said, fuck it. I think I'd, I might have did a couple. But for the most part, I said fuck it. And then, especially with the gauntlet, uh, kind of behind the scenes thing, Caden was having trouble with his phone. There was actually one match. Uh, what match was that? Was it Tracy Williams and DJZ? Yes. Uh, Caden couldn't get his phone to uh, unlock or whatever, and he's like, dude, like, I don't know what to do. Well, I'm horrible at moves and all that shit. So I literally just handed him my phone and go, here. Yeah, my phone would not turn on. My phone is kind of garbage. And we're hoping that's going to be fixed this weekend, but circumstances are out of your control sooner than later yeah which i mean you've had that phone a very long time
0: since turner's hall era of aiw yeah so like four years
1: that's that's about a good lifespan like i actually have my my original iphone right next to me right now it's the iphone four and i had that for act when it was active i had it for four years and and then like some change so yeah four years is about a good run so it, you'll you'll like to have some sort of an upgrade. You'll you'll thoroughly enjoy that, especially like your pitchers are probably going to have a massive upgrade. Finally, because <laughs> I think if you look at uh, the wrestling cheers f- pictures, like on Twitter, like you could tell the ones that I took and the ones that you took. Oh
0: like, yeah, you can tell. There's yeah. a
1: big difference. <laughs> I mean, if, if I threw on my my old my old phone and took pictures from i get the same thing and actually when i upgraded from that phone to i think at that time i upgraded to the iphone 6 plus the one like one of the few one of the first uh snaps that i did someone responded like oh my god like it's so much better (laughs) and i'm like oh thanks because i had the other phone for four years so yeah it, it makes total sense that you finally or it's about time that you upgraded the only thing, though, and obviously out of your control, I like having a lot of memory, especially when you're going to take a lot of pictures and videos.
0: Yeah, new phone is going to have 32 gigabytes of storage. Uh,
1: I think I have 256 Oof. because I don't like running out of memory. I did that with my, my four. That was a 64. And eventually it got way too full.
0: I mean, I just post the videos after posts and delete them off my phone anyway
1: well I'd, yeah the videos are a big thing i have started backing them up now that, that that's a lot easier to do like i can do it through dropbox and all that kind of stuff back when i first had my phone it was like i had to plug it into a computer and all that anyway um but going back to where we were that's why there wasn't any videos but with gauntlet it would have been damn near impossible like that matched itself because with caden having his issues and i'm tweeting out every minute and a half every entrant and like, there's a couple times that I did eliminations, but it was hard to keep up between the regular tweets and the eliminations. So, and Eddie always falling over like seventeen times. Yeah, th- th- there's also stuff that happened like right, right, in, right in front of us. Um, side note: I hope uh, Dom is okay. He hit a, a little spill at the outside in, in the middle of the gauntlet. <laughs> All because uh, you know we'll get we'll get into that because there there was a lot there was it, was it was it was definitely a fun gauntlet so that was that match next up we had Lewis Linden versus Eddie Kingston and we had Gear Eddie for this this match he showed up Gear Eddie was in the house and Lewis Linden won via Dragon Sleeper this. This was a crazy fucking match. This was one. gonna w- say this before anything. What a finish to this match! I want to—is this the match that I'm thinking about, where uh, there was a a Reese standing ovation? And uh, yep, I, I got a I got a selfie, couple selfies of myself, where like Reese is right behind me, just like clapping like crazy. Such a good match.
0: I think this is their first time wrestling each other too, which is crazy.
1: I feel like with a lot of Linden and Kingston matches, there's never a lot of hype going into them, but they deliver. And how that match was, it's just... And they wrestled each other before. Because
0: mm-hmm. I'm forgetting this.
1: It's, it's very possible. There's, I mean, I just, like I said, I just feel a lot of their matches, there's no
0: hype. No, there isn't. And when the match happens, it's like, wow, this is really, really, really
1: good. Oh, yeah. So next up, okay, we got we to gotta talk about this match. We have to talk about the whole mystery opponents. We have to talk about no consequences, which was Chase Oliver, Joshua Bishop, and Trey Lamar versus Josh Prohibition and two mystery.
0: Nope, I'm not saying anything. You know my opinion.
1: Well, well, well. Hold on. There's, there's the fact of we go into this matchup. I mean, granted, a lot of us, me particularly, I, I think I said it a lot. I was expecting M Dog. It kind of, it made sense. It wasn't M Dog. Now, am I disappointed that it wasn't M Dog? Like that had to be M Dog. No, it could have. It definitely could have been other people. Maybe like a lot of fans were were thinking big. Were thinking, okay, Josh. Josh is, has has veterans on his side. It's gotta be people, you know, that just have a legendary status.
0: Well, oh, I was thinking like as you said, Cross and maybe like Greg. One
1: well, thing of like legendary status in either an in independent wrestling or even just Cleveland. Yeah, people that were like, oh my god, like this is amazing. <laughs> Turns out to be to infinity and beyond. Now, I could look at it like this is like if you want people to boo, that's how you do it. Because people don't like this tag team and people wouldn't like that decision. So Oh,
0: no, the people did not like this decision whatsoever.
1: Yeah, there, there were a few responses on Twitter. They were like, that's it. Damn.
0: I'm talking about the crowd, too. In the venue, turned on it quite fast. And,
1: and, and before I forget, uh, this was a tweet that we posted about it. That before the match, like there, there was a stalling too. Like Josh came out first, which was like, oh, that's that's weird. Okay, so is his hanging partners partner going to come out? No, here it comes no consequence. Okay, that's weird. So it's going to be this big reveal that we're going to have. They have these have these mystery partners.
0: We're going to have Nate Webb.
1: <laughs> nope. <sighs> we're going to have. Kevin Steen, and El Generico.
0: That's good.
1: Uh So, you know, Josh is cutting a promo on No Consequences, and he actually calls them Team Participation Trophies.
0: Yay. Tries to get
1: that going. I had to make sure when I, when I tweeted this out, I'm like, okay, he hasn't revealed partners yet. Don't worry. Like, Don't ask me. And it was very shortly after this it was revealed because that's when Cheech and Colin attacked, no consequences, and thus starting the match. But it wasn't a bad match. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, Chase Oliver. I guess didn't I, die. Sometimes I keep wanting to say Oliveri. I don't know. I don't know where that comes from, but I always want to go Oliveri. Uh, Chase Oliver did win via a roll up. So no consequences remains undefeated in Mount Carmel. I think that's the stat Josh said that they, the, that's where they're undefeated. So, or that's at least where he's undefeated. To, didn't they? lose the tag match though with before the akron show oh or maybe he's the one undefeated oh uh, no yeah you got a point uh we've got a dilemma the production defeated no consequences or maybe they're undefeated at men are on the like i don't know go back Get your two, facts together go back two episodes ago and listen to what josh said at the like closing minutes of the episode uh or of closing minutes of the interview of the post show shit anyway Let's let's move on to the next match, and it was a fatal four way. Unannounced fatal four way, which has been a trend. Also in I the, like it. Also in this trend, which I think this is why they're doing it. Maybe partially. Unannounced was participant by the name of Tim Donst. Last Fatal Fourway that wasn't announced featured Tim Donst. But we got Gringo Loco versus yes. a returning Shane Mercer, which was awesome.
0: Yes, he's very, very good. Everyone
1: Versus Nasty Russ. Always great seeing Nasty Russ. Also, um, if he listens or whatnot, huge congratulations out to Team Money, because I do believe recently he did get engaged. You are correct. And yeah, uh, Tim Donst, also in the match. And it was Tim Donst who got the win via roll-up, two in a row. It's really bad. Like roll ups Truth roll ups
0: Back ad
1: Corey Winners.
0: One day They're both gonna come back
1: One day Corey Winters is gonna come back And me and him Are gonna create The best tag team in the world Summers and Winters Okay Someone we'll find Corey Winners. <laughs> soon i want them to make just a random appearance like i was told i think neither of them wrestle anymore but if like a fruit and winners uh into the chandler biggins tournament
0: i was about to say that
1: Fruith and winners random participants in the gauntlet one year like i would pop so hard just for those two (laughs) it'd be so great all right, moving on. Next match, we had Tracy Williams defeats DJ Z. It's another one of those matches that was just brutal. This match, the absolute title match, and Lyndon Kingston, just fucking brutal. What were your thoughts on it?
0: Fun. I, this was the one that got announced. I'm like, okay, this might be the match of the night. It is second for match of the night, only behind the absolute title match for reasons.
1: And it was... Hot sauce, Tracy Williams, who won via leg bar. Now, I'm kind of going to tap back at him a little bit later. But let's let's move into the AIW absolute title match. Matt Justice versus Nick oh, fucking Gage. Uh, Nick Gage retained via powerbomb onto a table that did not fucking break.
0: No, two, this table did not break. Two
1: powerbombs into the table.
0: Before this, there was a super like Death Valley driver
1: yes. onto the table, and it just kind of bent. This is a match that went everywhere a- around Except outside. We haven't had a match go outside in a while. When I think matches go outside, I think of Straight yes, because I remember being front row for that show, and people were like going to go follow the action. I'm like, no, nope, I'll stay here. They'll come back. It'll, it'll it'll end in here, so I'm keeping my spot for now.
0: Yeah, I'd rather not go outside in this area. <laughs> well,
1: straight out of Compton for a reason. Anyway, uh oh boy, <laughs> this is, bit was another match that really showed you how not only how tough Cage was. Fucking Matt Justice is... getting seventeen concussions. Oh my god. He showed and proved why he should be an A.I.W. Uh, it's, it's been a year since he's been back, and what a way to end it with being in the absolute title match. Did he win? No. But on his birthday. On his birthday, like I said, did he win? No. But fuck, was it a good match? And it's cool to see some of these ma- matches and opponents for Gage to where when it's over, it's not like fuck this motherfucker like he was with um like he was with Donst. Like, first, you know, he, if I'm correct, he did give props to Tracy, and then he did the same thing with, with Matt Justice here.
0: Yeah, the last couple people he's defending the title against has been, yeah, you're good. Next time you have a title shot, talk to me. I'm not doing a Nick Cage impression because it's bad.
1: <laughs> and for this match, uh, I threw out this idea, I think, after the, the episode, and luckily we did have uh A.W. fan, if I get her name right, Stefania or just Stefania? It's Steph. Or Steph, or whatever, well... Spelled differently, uh, but I I have yeah, that one. I had this idea of gauge section sign. It's it's all the rage in wrestling since Cesaro. I was like, what about if we you know we did the gauge section because our group of fans in the front row were all huge Nick Gage fans. He came barreling at us at the last show that oh he was God. at. <laughs> we all we all about died uh, briefly and. I was like, what? Oh, and also he uh, gave us a thumbs up at that show too. Yes. <laughs> that is a GIF on Twitter. Uh, so it was like, okay, well, like, let's do this gauge section thing. I think he'd get a kick out of it. And I don't have a printer. I, if I had one, I would have made them. And instead, I asked our our group of friends that we have on Facebook to say, hey, can someone do this? And she actually said, like, oh, I think I can do it. And give her credit. She actually did. She actually did one up me because I would have just did a regular gauge section font. She actually did, like, a a bloody looking font. It's a little pixelated, which she was concerned about. But I I looked at it and I was, no, like. I understand. But when you when you start to move away from it, it doesn't look pixelated and like that's it's it wasn't horribly pixelated, which is are up close, yeah you see it. But it was uh, pretty cool so that we have the, the Nick Gage section signs. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Nick Gage liked him. He God,
0: he loves us. He does. He gives hugs to me, Michael, and
1: Russell. But he
0: his hugs are co- quite violent.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: They involve punching.
1: That was like almost one of the times I think uh I think it was Joshua Bishop, like Came out slapping hands. Hand. Yeah, he's like freaking like a backhand like John McEnroe. I'm like, holy fuck, man. You notice how he doesn't do that anymore? <laughs> no, he doesn't. But Nick Gage. Yeah. Uh, very now he goes to lightest high fives. Uh, Nick Gage. Very, very dangerous. Okay, let's get on to the gauntlet for the gold itself now. I'm going to go over our tweets because we, we did have all the entrants order. So we started off entrant number one, none other than the duke. Also, before this, I had entrant number 2 and got with for the cash. So, entrant number 2, 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one, John Thorne. I lost my mind. He was I would say he was quickly eliminated, but uh, it, it did take someone else coming out, because entrant number three was Jock Samson, so basically a nice little two-on-one there. The Duke and Jock versus John Thorne. John Thorne was eliminated.
0: Thorn did
1: clothesline Duke in the face, though, before I got eliminated. Now, for a, after a while here, there was actually no eliminations up until a certain point. For the next... Five entrants, no eliminations. So it came out Dick Justice, Philly Collins, Mance Warner, Marino Tanaglia, and uh, I, just, I like noticing that I have a typo. Anyway, um oh, entrant, typo. entrant number eight, Tim Donce, who cleared house, or as I put, uh Tim Donce has elongated everyone. Elongated. Because I was trying to type really quick, and I meant eliminated. Elongated. After this, it was really hard to keep up with eliminations, so I kind of dropped it. So, I mean, you had Tim Donz, who elongated everybody. So it was just him in the ring. And then, entrant number nine, call the corner, PB Smooth. Best custom theme in wrestling. Over Sean Schultz. (sighs) Over Ethan Page.
0: All the custom theme songs in one match. Custom theme (laughs) scramble match. One book at any weekend. Over Colt Cabana. Colt's not even allowed to be mentioned in that, because his is just legendary status.
1: He has two custom themes. Wait, does he? He had the heel one that he used for a while that was like slower and him singing it. Like it starts off and then it goes, Oh, hello there. Straight from. Well, I'm not even going to sing,
0: but. I don't remember that one.
1: Uh, he used it in AIW a couple times and then whenever he was heel in Ring of Honor, like that's where he used it the most before he just started doing regular commentary all the time. When he was going up against um, Dalton Castle, just look up. Colt Cabana Hill theme on YouTube. You'll find it. I don't want
0: to. difficult.
1: And then, entrant number 10 was Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham, who was quickly eliminated. So I made sure.
0: Was immediately elongated.
1: <laughs> yes, elongated. Um, so I, I did make sure to put up that elimination. Entrant number 11 was Dominic Garini. Entrant number 12... Derek Direction, or Derek Director, reading the Twitter handle, derek Director. rector Entrant number 13, this needs to be his nickname, Mr. Gauntlet for the gold, Marion Fontaine, who, side note, will be on next week's episode. I did an interview with him at OCW the next day, uh, got about a good... 20 minutes or so, and talked about some stuff. It's kind of rushed, didn't get exactly into certain things that I maybe wanted to, but nonetheless, fun little talk with one of my favorite, if not my absolute favorite, independent wrestler. Entrant number 14 was Frankie Flynn. Number 15, a bald, rich homie, Juice himself, AJ. Why? 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 No. Anyway, uh number sixteen was Big Twan Tucker. Hashtag Stay Woke. Entry number seventeen, Super Oprah, which we had people ask, who? Sadly, Super Oprah or any of the other personalities from this particular human being, there's no twitters, so I can't say like, hey, this is Super Oprah, and it sucks because people did ask like, who's Super Oprah? And actually, I because I do have you know CageMatch.net on here, and Super Oprah actually has a hyperlink known as handful of different other names but you know their career dates all the way back to like 2004 last aiw appearance was 2013 gauntlet yes kevin watson remembers that gauntlet oh so well entry number 27 oddly just 10 off I think twenty thirteen is my first gauntlet actually. Which was won by Colin Delaney. Hey, that's the year that I won me some money. I have still yet to win gauntlet for the cast. (laughs) Getting bitter about this. At least Michael didn't win. He won two years in a row. Listen here. Yeah. That's not cool. No more buying numbers. Entry number 18 was Eddie Kingston. 19, Magnum C.K. 20, Trey Lamar. 21, Joshua Bishop. 22, weird body. Number 23, the winner. Spoiler alert. Hot sauce, Tracy Williams. Entrant number 24, the winner to our hearts. None other than Kaplan. And we got a moment that you, I, I did take pictures of, and they are on Wrestling Chairs Twitter. Because obviously we had Kaplan all dressed up in his, his safety gear. He had on a hard hat. He had on a vest. He had on a, a bright yellow shirt. Well, he was attacked by Tim Donst. Safety first, Tim Donst made his way to AIW. So Donst took off the vest, grabbed the hard hat and put it on, so we had safety first Tim Donst. So I'm begging, I am begging AIW, please put Kaplan and Donst together for the Chandler Biggins tournament, for the tag team tournament. Please, I want this. If you give me Kaplan and safety first Tim Donst, it has to be safety first Tim Donst. I promise promise i will not boo heckle say that he sucks i will not do that for tim donst i will applaud you're lying and clap no i am not because i want to see this tag team i love the idea of safety first tim donst in uh, nova pro love that whole idea and actually there, the twitter kind of blew up a little bit On this whole thing and how Nova Pro has, like, leaked out. Like, how, like, this whole... That little thing was in Gauntlet, was in AIW, was in Cleveland, Ohio. Nova Pro is real good. Uh, the... At VA Jet Mike, the guy behind nova pro he uh, quote tweeted the that particular tweet he said my god it's transcended and i just want to see it so bad i haven't wanted to see a tim dons match that hasn't included nick gage since he actually replaced nick gage against hardcore holly other than that
0: no i still
1: want holly versus gage to happen Oh, I, want, I want it so bad. Anyway, please give me that AW. Anyway, let's move on. Entrant number 25 was Parker Pierce. A little moment. I got some pictures of it, but I, I didn't get a chance to tweet them out. Of Kaplan and Parker Pierce drinking. Ooh, oh, my God. Imagine this match. Donst and Kaplan versus... Big Twan and Parker Pierce. Huh. That would be fun. That'd be interesting. That would be fun. Let's come on, please give it to me. Anyway, entrant number 26, Lewis Linden. Entrant number 27, Worldwide. Entrant number 28, DJZ. Z. Entrant number 29. All of a sudden, we hear. Is that is that Curse Icon? Is is that down? What's what's what, what is this? I went back to being 12 for a minute. <laughs> You look like it. Anyway, it was none other than M.J.F. Bastard. What a guy! I'll, I'll get back to that in a second, but I want to get the final entry—the millionth return of none other than Michael the Bomber facade. He's back from India. The whole M.J. the whole M.J.F. thing that kind of threw me for a loop is. I posted on Resting Cheers a thing that I observed before the show. There was Demon Bunny merch, for those who don't know. That is Allie and Rosemary from Impact Wrestling. Or, if you want to go a little bit further, that was Cherry Bomb and Courtney Rush. Who, both of them, we haven't seen in AIW in years. So, there's a potential, like, did, are, is Demon Bunny or one of them in the gauntlet? <sighs> Turns out, no, there was just somebody selling their merch there, which... Was kind of heartbreaking because I would love to have seen Demon Bunny and the Gauntlet. I
0: could just—I get to see him in a couple of weeks in Chicago at Shimmer.
1: You know what I'm thinking? Just remember that something that's going to go in everybody's head right now. But that's fine. Um, uh, uh, what?
0: <laughs>
1: every time we talked about it at Gauntlet, what was the thing that I said to you? You act like I can remember last week. God, you—you you act like you're a wrestler and you have concussions. I do uh, a lot of brain damage. At this point, we were down to the final four. MJF, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, Magnum CK, and Dominic Guarini. Final two were MJF at Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. And your winner of the 2018 Gauntlet for the Gold, Gauntlet for the Gold 13, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. So, Tracy Williams gets another shot at the AIW Absolute Championship. Another shot, quite possibly, against Nick Gage. Uh, for those keeping score at home, When we did the beginning of the year predictions.
0: I said hot sauce. I was right.
1: No, you did not. Ed from Pod Van Dam said Tom Lawler. He was wrong. I said Tom Lawler. I was wrong. Caden said Tom Waller. We all said Tom Waller. Dustin said Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander, much like Tom Waller, was not in the building, not in the city as far as we know, and probably not even in the state as far as we know. Josh Alexander probably wasn't even in the country.
0: Unfortunately.
1: So all of our predictions are wrong, and that leaves my JLIT prediction most likely wrong, because I had the JLIT winner as Tracy williams i had him as the first back-to-back winner because i thought that'd be a nice accomplishment for him so no but dustin looks good with saying tom waller because i think tom waller could i don't know the healing process of everything but he could be healed and ready to go by J-Lit, uh caden for refreshment purposes you are have the prediction of joey janella
0: made it to the finals last year
1: and ed from pot van dam has boogeyman so
0: does why not <laughs>
1: It's it's really interesting to look at that final 4-2 because MJF, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, Magnum CK, Dominic Greene. In the next couple years, I feel like we're going to get Dominic Greene as a champion. I don't know whether it's going to be intense or absolute, it's fucking happening.
0: He will hold one of the belts.
1: There's a part of me that thinks Dominic Greeney could very well be one of the next big names to come out of Cleveland. It's going to take many more years, but I feel like he has a lot of the tools and he's building on all of it. We have MJF, a guy that I'm a huge fan of and I think he has a lot of potential. So to see him, not even his first year in AIW, and he's only been like around two years. Him final four, that's great. straight to Williams, obviously. I've been to pull him up earlier in CageMatch.net. You know, according to that, like his first match was in like 2014, and we I think we got him within his first year. So that's been. He had
0: him February 2015.
1: Yeah, which was his. Yeah, it was a. F- way I believe, but, but uh, we had him within that first year. That's awesome. Then we have Magnum CK, former guest on the show, friend of the show. I am going out on a limb here. I think Magnum CK is the most popular wrestler in A I W right now. Now. Going into Gauntlet, I pu- proposed a question on Wrestling Chair, saying, "Who do you guys think is going to win Gauntlet?" And one, pretty much one of the number one answers was Magnum CK. If I counted everybody up, which I I didn't, I want to say that's going to be number one by a landslide. So I was like, you know what, maybe. You know, there were some champions that people weren't thinking about, like maybe maybe Gage is a little bit more more popular. So this past week with a little plan in my head, I said, who is your favorite current AIW wrestler? It's a little bit closer, but that's one of the top responses. And some people, if they didn't say Magnum directly, they said the production,
0: which still counts,
1: which still includes still includes Magnum. Magnum CK hasn't been in AIW a year, and people love him. He
0: debuted in AIW in September.
1: Yeah, and I don't because I'm, I'm not I don't feel like I'm the greatest talent evaluator in the world, but not meaning where he can end up. I think Magnum CK is the next Johnny Gargano of Cleveland. Meaning loved by the crowds, people want to see him, and a big March seller. Maybe, That's a good comparison. Maybe. V- you know that's pretty much saying the same thing three different ways. But he hasn't been here long, and his following is big. And when if you, you get the chance to speak to the man, he's very friendly. He's he's such an awesome dude. And if I would compare it to anybody, it's Johnny Gargano, and I I feel like that's that has to be a huge compliment. And you know you're a huge Johnny Gargano fan. What do you think about that?
0: That's probably one of the best comparisons you could make. Because again, he's been here since September. Didn't even wrestle on the September show. First match was until november and just boom already loved by the crowd
1: yeah everything he does the crowd eats up even if they love heckling him you know as much as i do kind of like don stuff, i do think there's that crowd with him that maybe they're playing into it and they love they love heckling the production they love heckling magnum
0: magnum's gimmick is different it's people like something that's different from the usual
1: it's true that we are sports entertained and i mean i i because of what we've seen with magnum right now i would love to see him absolute champion i or actually no i was thinking i I mean i want to see absolute i was actually thinking intense i was thinking if anybody's going to beat janela have it be magnum it makes sense i could see him you know holding that belt like you would see macho man or ricky the dragon steamboat back in the day where it's to where you know you have the, the center plate out and the two side plates out and he he's just like holding it by his side like it in my mind it just fits all right let's uh start to wrap this show up and i want to get your uh thoughts on the show and uh how would you rate it
0: on a scale of i should know this by now but i still don't remember
1: I always, I like I like letters because I always feel like with letters if you give something a B minus it could can, it can, it kind of means like it's a it's a B minus I mean A plus B minus or no a, a it's getting late I mean A B plus A minus so it's like it's on that border.
0: Uh, I'd probably just give it a solid like B. I, I would agree with that. It I was a good show, but yeah. there was things that they could
1: have improved on. Uh, the gauntlet didn't end till like. Quarter till midnight, which I mean, you're gonna have have with a show with seven matches, not counting the gauntlet, which is you know an hour. Yeah, damn, you're an hour. No, no complaints. I mean, because I, I thoroughly enjoy Royal Rumbles and, you know, this Gauntlet match. Awesome.
0: I had like stuff with surprises. I think that's why, like, Royal Rumble matches or, like, the, the bonus matches on these AIW shows.
1: I think that was something that was actually a downfall of the show. Surprises.
0: This this was the one show that we probably could have done without, like, the surprise four-way match. Uh,
1: the surprise four-way match wasn't bad, but I'm talking about the match prior to it, to Infinity and Beyond, as the... Surprise tag partner. Like I said, does it give Josh Prohibition heat and have people boo against him? Yeah, it does. Should I hate it? Yeah, I should. So kudos for that, but it was obviously just it felt underwhelming. And your the big surprises and gauntlet were <sighs> Facade, which I think a lot of us seen coming, Super Oprah, which that's fun on just a different level and, and thorn Oh, yeah, thorn too. I was oh, Kaplan. I was thinking Kaplan. Kaplan, which, on a side note, fucking Jake Clemens, when we mentioned something about Kaplan, he was like, Yeah, I heard he's in like Maryland or something, like right now. I'm like, Oh man, okay, that's that sucks, but okay. And Kaplan comes out. I look at him and go, You son of a bitch. And he gives me that, like, Gotcha. Yeah, I think I would agree. It, it was a B for me. Match of the night for me. I want to go I want to go with that that four way tag match. Uh love the production, love Danhausen is so so good. I, I not to knock the dude. He is a, an improvement from Colby Red. Like And Colby Red was good. He was good. I'm talking about just like that 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 character of
0: Yeah, Colby didn't fit
1: in. Yeah. Danhausen has crazy eyes. So when he has that face paint on, it looks intimidating and I I thoroughly enjoy it. So that was my match of the night and which which one were you Going to decide it was your match tonight. Was Was it the, officially the Absolute title? Yep. Okay. Because there was a Japanese table involved in that match, and it was awesome. <laughs> I, I kid you not. There was a Japanese table involved, and it actually broke. I have video of the powerbomb onto the tables that didn't... Well, both powerbombs that didn't break. And... I actually stopped them in between videos to get them as individual. And I did this on purpose, but I hate – I always – I kind of forgot, or I just want to see if it was still the same. I did the slow-mo effect videos, and, like, because of that that lighting, anytime I do a slow-mo, it does this, like, flicker because of the the light bulbs. So it doesn't look as cool. So I was debating on, like – because I – I think I can make it to where the slow-mo part happens for not even a, a millisecond and he just goes through straight through. Or maybe I could just skip it all together. But anyway, that is really interesting. And also, like you said, the Death Valley Drive even before that. Fucking intense. Absolutely intense. All right. Um, let's uh, let's start wrapping the show up. Any final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? Caden?
0: Uh, rap show is coming up next month. I got weapons. Yay violence. Follow me
1: on everything at KVR216. And of course, you can find myself at heavyset330 And of course you can find this show also at Wrestling Cheers Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers, and email if you so choose a desire. Wrestling Cheers at gmail.com. I'm trying to stall, even though I'm talking. Okay, there's my podcast notes. I had to get them fully up back from my other notes. Anyway, uh please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean Wrestling Cheers. Please share us with your friends and help Spread the word on Wrestling Cheers. And if you want to help support the show, we have a store at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said, new shirts are coming soon. And if you want to be a part of the Chandler Biggins Memorial episode, like I said, wrestlingcheers at gmail.com is the email. Shoot us an email with a music file or an audio file, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely add it to the show. Check out all our friends on the Trading Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, What's on Fight, Eurovision Showcase, Legends on Siren Radio, Old school at the movies and chill in the 450 podcast plus so much more. Check out all our podcast friends such as Chris Clem's Cavs Cast, Wingcast, a wingman podcast with Steve Guy. Let the hate flow through you with Jeremy Shear and El Jordano Diablo. Pod Van Dam, the Road Home from Wrestling, Rebel Life Media, NEO Sports Insiders, Thrift Store Jobber on Instagram twitter etsy and i think he has ebay could be wrong and check out the official graphic designer of wrestling cheers Moy boy designs that will do it for us here on wrestling cheers where everybody knows your name even if your match is unannounced later up breaking all your worries sure would well, help a lot would you like to get away sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name and are all the like you came you're yeah. a what you can say, rules are all the same
0: Everybody else is your name. You wanna know what people know? They will love you all, I'm dead! You wanna know what everybody knows? Your name